0: Good morning, Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans on the across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Through here on another terrific Tuesday for Torch Report 511. They're pulling out all the stops, friends. When someone important says something important, it's best to pay attention. And today, I saw an article out. I wanted to share with you guys. Uh, uh, Mac Warner. He's a 23-year Army veteran, a current a West Point graduate, current West Virginia Secretary of State. Mac Warner, and he's holding no punches right now in his gubernatorial campaign, running for the uh, governor of West Virginia. He's a career attorney. He's a battle-tested leader, and this guy, you know, when you're, when you're uh, 23 years in the military as a career attorney, he was a JAG attorney, as a matter of fact. Uh, West Point graduate, smart guy, right? When he says something, you can be sure that he knows what he's saying. He's speaking the truth, and every word counts. And so when Mac Warner, Secretary of State Mac Warner, declared that the 2020 election was stolen, it just kinda I just kinda lit up. Uh, he says, and I quote The election was stolen, and it was stolen by the CIA. Period. End quote. Thank you, Mac warner for speaking the truth you know how's that for some ballsy uh claims there you know how about that for some courageous leadership from mac warner the secretary of state over in west virginia mac warner goes on to say he says quote when former deputy director of the cia mike morrell testified under oath to Jim Jordan that, yes, he colluded with current Secretary of State Anthony frickin' Blinken to sell a lie to the American people two weeks before the election for the very purpose of throwing the presidential election, how does that not get stolen? If the FBI covers it up and Mark Zuckerberg pays $400 million to put his thumb on the scale, how's that not? Stolen election. That's what Mark, end quote, that's what Mark, uh, Mark Warner Warner's saying. Now, that, I, I know that for most of the audience, that's probably not new information, but just hearing a prominent person coming out there and saying that like that is always refreshing. But there's a twist here, because this article comes out today over at the Gateway Pundit, and... It turns out, of course, the Gateway Pundit, if, you, if you've been checking them out, you're probably aware of this, but they've been blacklisted on Capitol Hill, okay? So there's, there's this prominent voice, West Point grad, career attorney, gubernatorial candidate, secretary of state, saying the election was stolen by the CIA. That article is out at the Gateway Pundit, but the Gateway Pundit is currently being blacklisted on Capitol Hill and other DOD military locations. It's being blacklisted at the server level, which means someone is attempting to prevent our elected representatives and our military leaders from accessing this information. Hmm, who could it possibly be? I don't know. And I put several links to several reports. Uh, the Gateway Pundit sent an official letter asking Speaker of the House jo- uh, Johnson, Ron Johnson, to investigate why, as one of the top Conservative outlets in the country, they're being censored in Congress. Uh, what's going on with the Pentagon and the Air Force also blocking access to the gateway pundit? Representative Matt Gates has sent a letter to the House administration uh, admin chair. Asking why the Gateway Pundit is being blocked on House computers. Uh, There's Representative Paul Gosar. He's out there. He's the second lawmaker to demand uh, an answer to what the hell is going on here. This is censorship at the highest levels. you got to be kidding me, you know. And, geez, you know, I wonder who might be trying to keep our elected leaders from hearing from the American people. Hmm? It kind of seems just a wee bit weird that even our elected leaders are being kept in the dark by this mysterious someone, doesn't it? I mean, who's pulling the strings here? Who's, who's blocking this at the server level? Hmm. And, and how are our elected leaders supposed to sort out what is and isn't true? in order to f- uh, inform their constituents of what is, is isn't true? How can our elected leaders find out what's true if they're not even allowed to access any information that flies in the face of the government propaganda? And by the way, <laughs> by the way, I mean, this is such banana republic stuff, it's unbelievable, but by the way, could all of this stuff with the censorship of Gateway Pundit on on Capitol Hill and military uh, DOD places, could that have anything to do with the recent unprecedented cyber attack on the Rumble website? You know, Rumble, that's where people go because YouTube censors everything, so they start posting stuff to Rumble. And uh, recently posted on Rumble was the video clips from the J6 footage, right? So security camera footage from what happened at the Capitol on January 6th. And as soon as those videos started to be released on Rumble... They underwent an, uh, an unprecedented cyber attack. And you see all this happening, the censorship and the cyber attacks, and it kind of feels like, geez, you know, kind of get the feeling that something's up here, you know? Doesn't this all seem like a coordinated attack on free speech? Uh, doesn't it seem like this sort of heavy-handed censorship and direct election interference is increasing? And isn't that a major, major problem. Shouldn't everyone in the United States of America be concerned about what this means? Zoiks? What the hell is going on here? Friends, what do, you, what do you call it when the government gets caught rigging elections in favor of the government? Hmm? What do you call that? When the government gets caught rigging elections in favor of the government, the government calls it democracy. But I'll let you find your own word for that one, okay? You know, I want to I add a little spice to the conversation here. Uh, if you're following along in the report, you'll see this smug face that's, wow, the most smug and smackable face of all. Hat says, but her emails. Hey, friends, if you're listening on a podcast platform, please know you just have to go to thetorchreport.com. Check out thetorchreport.com. You'll see this smug and smackable face. Uh, but this little uh, little spicy little article out today it's over at zero hedge it says and i quote 2016 election denier hillary clinton who was fined by the FEC for lying about funding the the Russian dossier, which underpinned the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, and who destroyed evidence with bleach bit and hammers and ran an illegal server out of her house, which contained highly classified documents, that Hillary cankles Clinton has reportedly been enlisted by Democrats to help President Biden with his 2024 campaign. Period. End quote. They are pulling out all the stops. But aren't you tired of it? Aren't you tired of just getting another smack in the face? You've got to be kidding me. Hillary Clinton's getting called out to support President Joe Biden. Are you serious? You know, this is happening at the same time that prominent American influences, influencers, conservative voices are getting banned left and right on TikTok and banned on uh, Instagram and Facebook, banned everywhere, you know? They're getting banned without warning. They're not for doing anything wrong. They're getting banned for doing nothing more than questioning the government narrative and speaking the truth. And meanwhile, the Biden family crime syndicate has raked in over 24 million dollars from China, Russia, Ukraine, Kazakhstan and Romania using this elaborate network of some 20 different shell companies. This is all out in the news today. And somehow and somehow it's Donald Trump who's on trial in this trumped up political witch hunt friends you you can't i it's it's it the cognitive dissonance is there be careful now but you can't make this stuff up it's happening and these are coming out of the House Oversight Committee, okay? Biden's breaking in twenty-four million from China, Russia, Ukraine, et al. Okay, using the network of twenty different shell companies. The uh, it, it, I put the screenshot in there; you can see it. Biden Inc. You know, you got Rosemont Seneca and the Hudson West, and all these different uh, Owasco and RSP Holdings, and they're 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 using these shell companies to funnel illegal funds, peddling political influence. Okay. I mean, what else do do you need to see to see that there is corruption at the highest levels of the land? Do we need to see more? You know, how about how about the FBI agents out there spilling the beans? Former FBI agents turn whistleblowers spilling the beans on the politicization of the FBI under the Biden administration. How about the IRS targeting conservatives? How about the DOJ targeting parents? How about the innumerable scandals associated with virtually every single Biden-appointed cabinet position? You know, how about the well-documented weaponization of the federal government against we, the American people? How about all of that? How much more do we have to throw on the table before it really starts to sink in? How much more evidence do we need of a long line of usurpations? Hmm? These people... Are criminals, and you know what? Criminals gonna do more crime. You you, <laughs> what you gonna do about it? You know, these criminals are doing it, and they're getting away with it, and they're just gonna keep doing it. And as we contemplate the options, what you gonna do about it? I feel inclined to remind you to re- reflect on the uh, the five fronts of freedom we were talking about last week. Uh, reflect on the fact that we are dealing with unconventional warfare, informational warfare, fifth generational warfare, psyops, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, You can pick any of the issues above. Anything that was just thrown out on the table there, again, just the tip of the iceberg, but pick any issue you want and ask yourself, how do you fix it? How would you personally fix it? I think it goes without saying that Nobody can do it alone, right? And so when we start to think, well, how, how could we fix this? How would I fix it? I don't know, you know. Well, first, you know, I think we probably should build some relationships and a network of local support. That way we're not trying to fix it ourselves, right? Many hands make light work and many minds can come to uh, better clarity and, and better solutions. So I think it also goes without saying that this, we, not only can we not fix it alone, but it, It's not going to get fixed overnight, right? It took a long time to get to this place. And therefore, it would be wise to prepare yourself mentally and emotionally and materially for the long haul here. You need to stock up, have a plan. You know, it's time to dig in before all hell breaks loose. You know, you don't want to be digging a foxhole if things get kinetic and lead starts to fly. I'm just saying, right? So consider this, friends, consider this. Regardless of how this all plays out, we can comfortably assume that the criminals are going to continue to commit more crimes and that the tyrants aren't going to just give up their power. It's a safe assumption. Criminals are going to keep committing crimes. Tyrants are going to keep clinging to their power. And similarly, we can also assume that the whole world is watching. The whole world is watching, especially our enemies abroad and... All of our enemies abroad, I'm sure they can smell blood in the water. Right now, America is weak. She's on her heels. And now might be the time to strike. I don't know. Who knows? How could we possibly know? We just know that I'm sure the enemies can smell blood in the water. You know, America is in a weak position. And, you know, now might be the time. I'm just saying. And that, that's all the more reason to plan ahead and prepare accordingly. Uh, a cyber attack on the grid, the grid goes down. A nuclear attack on a major urban center, and all of a sudden we're at war. You know who knows what the hell you know. But no matter what, no matter what, and I'm not saying any of that stuff's going to happen. What I'm saying is no matter what, we uh, also know for absolute certain that good old fashioned red blooded Americans, sure as hell, are not going to go down without a fight now we're not looking for a fight we're not going to start a fight but if a fight does break out we sure as hell are going to finish the fight does that make sense and right now we need to channel this fighting spirit into local level politics i'm going to say it again Right now, we need to channel the fighting spirit into local level politics, school boards, city councils, county commissioners, uh, state representatives, letters to the editors, town hall meetings and all this. This is where the battle must be fought right now. And furthermore, (laughs) making connections and expanding your circle of influence, your little sphere, your circle of trust, your sphere of influence, uh, sharing facts and perspectives with the people you bump into around town, helping people who have been getting fleeced begin to wake up. This is perhaps the most strategic maneuver that one could make at this point. Just think about it, okay? It's, It's practical, tactical strategy here. This is how... You could potentially convert a potential enemy into a potential ally. This is how you can identify the people who are going to stubbornly stand with the tyrants and happily snitch you out. And most importantly, this is how you can build a sense of community with those who can see what's going on. That way, if History does repeat itself. You're not alone, right? It's all about who you know. If history repeats itself, it's all about who you know. So get to know them now and then go out and share, share, share. Sharing is caring. You know, you'd be blown away by what most people don't know. And you can fix that. We can fix it together by sharing the Torch Report with someone. Share it with anyone. Share it with everyone you know, right? Uh... How do you get people to care about saving our country? For example, well, we've got to get our country back on track. Well, it's a little bit more than just getting our country back on track. At this point, I'd say it's an existential uh, identity crisis, constitutional crisis. How do we save our country? How do you get people to care about saving our country? Well, start by sharing your concerns. Talk about saving the country. And why? Talk about it openly and be sincere about it. Have a heart to heart because that's how we can have an impact. And then you know what? It doesn't require blood, sweat, and tears to have a heart-to-heart. So it's a pretty practical, tactical place to start. It's efficient. It's the low-hanging fruit, if you will, friends. It's And it's a hell of a lot easier than digging a foxhole under fire. Again, just saying. <laughs> oh, friends, one time I had to dig a foxhole in mop level 3. That's like chemical suit. That was a miserable damn day. At any rate, strategically speaking, strategically speaking, Warriors who stand against tyrants, must win the support of local communities. Otherwise, the warriors will be perceived as enemies and invaders. Does that make sense? Strategically speaking, the warriors must win the support of the community. That's very, 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 very critical. The battle is ultimately for the hearts and minds of the masses. And let's face it, we cannot compete... With the algorithms and the censorship in the online world, we need to go offline, we need to get old school if we want to get any traction. We need to seek and facilitate direct human interaction. It is only through the physiological fireworks that come from being face-to-face, being in a room full of people. That's where the fireworks are at. That's how we can hope to pierce the veils of illusion, how we can reach out and touch someone's heart and change someone's mind. Friends, this is the only way that we can wake people up. And hey, if you can think of a better way, please let me know and then go out and do it, you know? But as several pundits are pointing out right now, Joe Biden is in deep, deep trouble and that has the progressive establishment in a panic. It has the deep state in a panic. Trump is now beating Biden in a recent Wall Street Journal poll. And for whatever reason, the deep state is desperately trotting out cankles Clinton to try and save the day. And to quote Charlie Hurt over at Fox News, he says, quote, You know you are in deep, deep trouble if you are picking up the bat phone and calling Hillary Clinton to come help you out. And quote, now, let me ask you, you know what's more dangerous than criminals and tyrants running amok? The answer is desperate criminals and tyrants who are backed into a corner and about to face a public reckoning. Like a wounded animal, they will do anything to survive, including pulling out all the stops and burning the whole damn thing down, friends. Uh, And you know what? Who do you think they're going to blame on if if that happens? Who do you think they're going to blame it on? And if they do that, I don't know. You take a guess, you know. I believe it would be wise to secure our status as the good guys and localize before that day comes. And until then, resist. We must. And that is the message of my heart for today. Friends, if you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to go to the website, thetoltureport.com. Find that little heart, click the heart, give you some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. of course, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podca- podcast far and wide. Share it with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this terrific Tuesday. And I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.